ever wish you could get more from your podcast? Well, you can with BuzzFeed Daily, hosted by me, Casey Rackham. And me, Zach Safford. On our show, we've got more good news and more pop culture. More memes and more celebrity tea. More of everything that's blowing up your timeline and trending on the internet. Every weekday evening, we're giving you more of what you need to enjoy your day. Because what's life if it isn't to be enjoyed? Listen to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What do explorers, a former newspaper editor, and a Minnesota insurance salesman have in common? They all wanted to be the first to reach the North Pole. I'm Kat Long, science editor at Mental Floss and the host of The Quest for the North Pole, a new podcast launching January 15th about our insatiable desire to explore the mysteries of the Arctic and stand at the top of the world. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Listen to The Quest for the North Pole every Friday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Serious Rap Shit is a production of iHeartRadio. Me and my friend take his rap shit Hey, yo, 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 yo. Mic check. One, two, episode 160. 160, man. Four-year anniversary episode. Yes, sir. Which is absolutely insane to me. Uh, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I am John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we about to get busy. How you been, Josh? I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling. Uh, word, word. Yeah, we're doing this early. We're doing this on a Thursday night. Um, yeah, we usually record Sundays. Yes, we usually record Sundays. That's why, like, the, like we don't have, we won't have like the new music for whatever drops tomorrow. We won't actually have. Oh, actually, you know what? I mean, we won't be able to review any of it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after midnight, so some stuff should have dropped, so we can tell you what we're gonna miss out on. <laughs> <laughs> right, we ain't listening to that shit yet. Yeah, uh, actually, nothing updated. It looks like not, yeah. not, a, not that I can see. Oh no, gigs dropped a new project. Nice. Um, I'll check that out later. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're recording this a little early because um, I'm going in for surgery tomorrow morning. Yes, yes, you are. So, um, so a lot of folks don't know. I don't, I don't think I've even talked about it very much on social media or anything. So tomorrow I go in for surgery. I'm having my uh nose completely it's called a nasal reconstruction uh oh, wow. a complete okay. nasal reconstruction or whatever um mm-hmm. they're gonna when i was a kid in a robbery attempt um i had my nose broke really bad and they never reset it that's why sometimes you can hear me breathing on the mic is because i can't breathe through my nose so yeah yeah um you'll uh I need to get this whole like done just so I can like breathe properly. It'll be like great for my health. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say, like you yeah, you're you're missing like, you know, half of your yeah. breathing action. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um it'll probably you know, it'll probably do wonders. Like it'll do wonders for like sleep. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh just like breathing properly if i get it like if i get like a stuffy nose like i can't like i gotta like chew really fast so i can then breathe because i can't if i put food in my mouth i can't breathe yeah so yeah i don't think um, i knew that i don't think i knew that you just couldn't breathe through your nose yeah i i can breathe through one nostril and that's it but if i'm stuffed up like if i got like a stuffy nose from a cold or whatever i can't breathe out of my one side gets stuffed up i can't breathe out of the other side at all it's completely blocked off yeah jeez so I learned to adapt and just breathe through my mouth all the time. So mm-hmm. I barely breathe through my nose at all anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's only like a survival instinct to be like, oh, if I'm chewing, to breathe through my nose while I chew my food. Right. Um, but like Man. I almost choke a ton because I chew really fast again to breathe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to go in tomorrow and have the surgery done in the morning. You guys will have, fuck, you know, this, out, this podcast will drop by the time uh, – you know, I will have already. Although, I mean, you know, who knows? This could be the last podcast. <laughs> like, you know, you never know. Jeez, I don't want to be grim, <laughs> but how um, would it end up being the just you know just uh, spitballing? 
how would it end up being the last podcast? Like, what would happen? I, I mean, like, you know, sur- people die in surgery like, every day. You oh, know what I mean? Jeez, don't say that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like also, I'm fully not trying to like dismiss your concerns, but also, I feel like people get like nose surgery all the time. Oh, they do. Absolutely. Like, this probably gets done every day, several times a day. Even like just this, because like, this is a complete no- nasal reconstruction. Yeah. It's not like cosmetic rhinoplasty. No, no, no. I'm not getting like Brad Pitt's nose or nothing like that. Nah, you know nah, what nah. I mean? Um, but uh, like when I went into the doctor's office, you know, I had my mask on, like, you know what I mean? So I, I sit down, mm-hmm. he, he walks in. And he's like, okay, take your, you know, take your mask off so I can see what's going on. I took it off. He was like, God damn, you live like that? Ooh, what? <laughs> like, no bullshit. <laughs> hand to God. That's what he said to me. Like, God damn, you live like that? That's like some shit from like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's my man? Fuck. <laughs> I can't think of uh old boy's name. Um did, did like the parody movies back in the day uh fuck oh uh <laughs> leslie nielsen leslie yeah <laughs> that's some, that's like some <laughs> shit from a leslie nielsen movie <laughs> you see the doc uh you know you, you can you fix me up doc he's like god damn it <laughs> that's yeah. like not even do shit out of real life yeah he was he legit was like god damn you live like that I was oh, like, yeah, for like twenty five years. <laughs> like, what are you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, like twenty three years. Like, yeah, this has been like this for a long time. Jeez, he ought to just for being an asshole. He ought to do that surgery for free. I mean, it's on Medicaid. It is free, dog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> free for no, me. I know. That's, well, that show you how like bullshit this country is. You know, we had a not to bring it back to like Bernie Sanders or whatever, but you had a movement. Where, where this guy wanted to be president, wanted to give everybody health care in the middle of a pandemic, and America kind of still was like, eh, I don't know about it. It, it might be socialism. <laughs> well, yo, here, so the here's fuck? a crazy thing, right? So um, my kids, the, kid, the team that I coach, we play for our championship and our chance to go to Florida on Saturday. I'm going to obviously okay. miss the game because it's the day after my surgery. Um, even if it was like next week, I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be out, um, and uh, they were like, "Well, you know," they were like, "Well, wow, you know, you're not gonna be at the game on Saturday. You're not gonna be the championship." And I'm like, "No, I gotta have surgery." Um, mm-hmm. And like, it, you'll see uh, when you see this video when we drop the video for this, my mustache is missing. I had to shave mm-hmm. my mustache off. Um, yeah, so uh, like. Uh, the one coach was like, "Yeah, look, he shaved his mustache." So I pulled my my mask down, and so they could see like my mustache was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta have surgery. I gotta have my nose like completely redone." Blah blah blah. And um, they were like, "Like, well, why'd you wait?" Like they were like, "When? Like what happened?" I was like, "So I explained to him like, yeah, you know, I was an attempt at robbery. I got hit, and like so it, it fractured my nose." And I was like, "But I was like your age, like you know what I mean? Just not being in the wrong place at the wrong time." And they were like, well, why'd you wait so long to get it done? And I was like, when you get older, you understand medical insurance and why you uh-huh. have to, why you can't afford to get shit done if yeah. it's not like a life-threatening thing. You might get fucking wounded and have to like walk that shit off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you can't afford it. Yeah, because there's this thing called health insurance that doesn't want to pay for anything. So Jesus. They um, actively try to not pay for shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm lucky that uh, you know I'm able to get Medicaid, and that's gonna pay for my uh, my surgery for me. Because otherwise, like I tried to get this done a few years ago. Um, I don't mm. even know if we were doing a podcast at the time. Um, yeah. And when I went to the doctors to do it, uh, no, we were doing a podcast. It was like maybe the first year, because mm-hmm. um, it's when I had strep throat that time. Remember, when I had strep throat oh, here yeah. a long time ago. That. We missed a couple episodes. We missed an episode or two because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had uh, I went to the doctors and to get it looked at, and they were like, "Oh, uh, you're too congested for us to do anything." They couldn't even look at my nose. So he was like, mm. "You know, you." He gave me some medicine, sent me home. Missed the strep throat, um, but he sent me home, um, and then like. A month later, I got a bill in the mail for $150 for the doctor's visit. And I was like, I can't afford that. Right. 
Like that's right. a fucking big expense. Yeah. So I never like so I just was like, well, I guess I'm not going back now. Like you know what I mean? Because I can't afford yeah. to do this shit. So now I'm lucky enough that you know I'm poor enough to make uh, <laughs> to get Medicaid and uh, you know. But it's crazy because before I left my last nine to five. I signed up for public health care because I was like, yo, um, I'm leaving my job. I'm leaving like benefits and shit and I'm going to need something. And when I got sick in 2018, you know, if I didn't have like public health care taking care of that, they might have rolled me out on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, you Medicaid saw me. I was like, probably fucked saved up in your the life, game. dog. Medicaid probably saved your life. Yeah. Cause like you said, like they could have sent you, they could have just sent you home, like you know what I yep. mean. And that shit would have, it would have just, I'd have been in the bed, you know, in the crib trying to like thug through it, and it yeah. would have <laughs> took me the fuck out of here. Yeah. But I, I was an advocate for public health care long before that, and after that experience, it, it just, you know, shored up that belief. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we absolutely need this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's insane that we live... I mean, so I saw this post the other day, and it was like, um, you know, while other countries are experimenting with, uh, like, you know, some form of universal basic income, uh, biometrics, uh, fighting, you know, like, getting rid of oil and, and gas and shit like that and using renewable mm -hmm. resources, America's like arguing about like voter like mail-in voting you know what i mean yeah. like we're yeah. so behind on so many things like america yeah. doesn't lead the country in anything except for like gun deaths and yeah. i mean lead the the world in anything except for like gun deaths like we're not yeah. we're not the world rates. yeah incar incarceration rates we're not the world leader yeah. um it's crazy um but uh you know yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dog. Because <laughs> you know, even if the other guy wins, we're not getting universal health care anytime soon. So yeah, he let he let us know. Like, no, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't believe in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is it is our four year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, which is huge. Uh, we've been doing this for a really long time. This is like my longest committed relationship. Um, yeah, man. Outside of writing rhymes <laughs> and maybe making beats, I don't think I did every anything like consistently eating shit and sleeping. Yeah. You know what I mean, anything consistently for four years and loveless. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I think my, my I, I've been with my my credit union for a long since I was like a kid. Like other than that, nice. I mean, there's nothing else that I've been. You know, I've been a dad a long time, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's by law. I don't have a choice there. Like. <laughs> You're compelled. Yeah. There's law and then there's uh, social pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> wouldn't be my friend kids. if I just was, like, abandoning my kids. Right, right, right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I can't fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So. That's <laughs> not you know, cool. Got to do what you got to do on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Four years. Um, and, like, every year, like, things seem to get, you know, a little better and better, too. Like, we have something big on the horizon right now. And. Yeah, um, you know, last year we did. I think we, I think we got around around this time is when we could, the three year anniversary. I think is when we announced the iHeart thing, um, mm -hmm. and that relationship is going good. Um, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna give us a deal now? Yeah, to, somebody <laughs> the throw us some year. money. Yeah, we never know. Yeah, but never I mean, know. you know, it's it's things are going good, man. And like four years in, and, and here's a big thing too, you know. We, we've expressed this numerous times, but this is essentially just a conversation me and you would have anyway. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we essentially have this conversation for hours before we actually even record. Um, we legit do like two episodes a week. Yeah, we yeah. just record one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do, you know, we'll do at least an hour, two hours before we record. Like today, we're it's like 1230 now. We were on this around 1115. So, yeah. Um, We've been we've been talking for a while. You know, that's just what we do. Um, you know, we're best friends, so like, you know, and one thing too is like what we've done now, especially now with COVID and everything, 
we do save our conversations. Like me and you do not talk like, yo, did you listen to this album? No, no. Uh, we don't do that anymore. We save that for the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even express my thoughts on albums before we've recorded the podcast. Yeah. We kind of jump in like, yeah, boom. You know, this is this is what it is. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't really talk like if there's a topic we're going to talk about for the week, specifically like music related topic, we don't really discuss that in like yeah. um our interactions. Like you know, um generally me and you don't talk like we don't text each other at all really. Uh we inbox each other all the time. We we were Yeah, yeah. Uh but we don't like we don't text or talk on a phone really. This is like this is the time we discuss stuff. Yeah. Um, but and nobody I, calls me like only my mom's like the only person that calls me yeah. on the phone so we don't do that either no nah, yeah we don't call each other on the phone we t- we talk through social media like you know what I mean it's essentially how a lot of people thought like you know when we said we were gonna do a podcast people were like oh that makes sense like these dudes interact with each other all the time on social media because yeah, yeah. you know and people a lot of people didn't realize like me and you had been friends for fucking 20 years before any of that anyway Facebook and all that shit yeah Yeah, so like we we had already had a a long standing relationship so um yeah uh this is like our 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 form especially now in quarantine like this is our chance to like you know digress I mean like there's a lot of shit you guys don't hear like me and you discuss our private lives for an hour before we do any of this stuff um any private life information we give on the podcast is shit we choose to do um, right, or right. we accidentally let slip, um, <laughs> and I forget to edit it out. Yeah. Um, how much? I you, how had m- any like? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say how much editing really do you do as much anymore? Right. Four now, years in, um, a lot of what I do is is really just listening for shit that shouldn't be in there. Okay. You know what I mean? So like before it would be like i'm gonna edit that out and then uh, that would like signal editing me yes to be like okay some ill shit is gonna it's gonna be said let me take it out now it's really just editing for if one of us got to take a break in the middle of yes, the convo yeah, yeah, yeah. or if i knock over the mic or something like that a lot of my editing process is listening i do a little bit of tightening i think i did a little bit of tightening uh, of our last episode, like tightening of our actual conversation, um, but generally the 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 episode is the conversation as is. No, but man, I just want to like thank everybody for like listening for four years. Um, you know, any new listeners that we have, we appreciate y'all. Anybody like who's been rocking with us from day one, like we really yeah. fucking appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, we got to do a shout out episode at some point. I always say that, and I've yeah. been saying that since like episode since the, the season one or year one, quote unquote. But um, one day we got to do like a like the end the end of the first Fuji's album. Where yeah. They just they just play a beat and they just shout out they whole hood. We got to do that one day. Yeah, definitely. Um, a nice long running joint. Yeah, yeah. We find like you make like the dopest beats you've ever made because that's always what those are. Like the, the, the shout out so track hard. be like the best song on that. Be like the best beat on the album, and you're like, yo, they're not rhyming on this. They're just yeah. shouting out they block. So I think uh, the second Souls of Mischief album they did that. They had like this hard ass beat, and they're just like shouting niggas out. <laughs> they're like, yeah, shout out to such and such, so and so, and my main man. And I remember being a kid, being like, are y'all niggas gonna rap on yeah. this shit? Yeah, and I think rap the, on like, this? Like towards the end, I think they started rhyming on it. Like I th- that happens on like the first Lupe album, the Food and Liquor album. Like the mm-hmm. hardest track on the album is like this joint. He's just like shouting everybody out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, come on, man! <laughs> like, yeah, shout out the block, yo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta show love, man. That's the most important yeah. thing. And we really, you know, we really love and appreciate everybody for rocking with us for four years. Um, you know, and. You know, we don't plan on stopping no time soon. So yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, this is just fun for us. This is shit me and you just hanging out talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, we definitely ain't stopping this shit until we can hang out together again. Um, right. Because we can't drink champagne. Uh, like, how's about how how crazy is that? Last year we was popping bottles of champagne 
on the the anniversary episode. We did. And we were sharing the bottle of champagne. We right. live in Corona times now. Like we that was two separate bottles of champagne on this one. Like Right. And I never we're... like I'm not a swap out share kind yeah. of person. I was like, fuck it, it's three years. Yeah. Um this yeah. is you know. Listen, man, I I'm really I'm really proud of this. Uh I have fun with this. Um yeah. this is like my favorite thing to do every week. So um, I really just it amazes me that people sit and listen to it. it just fucking amazes yeah. me. Um, yeah, much love to y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we can hop out to our first break and then uh, we can come back with some uh, some some wildness. Yeah, let's let's talk some election stuff. Yeah, apparently our fair city of Philadelphia is going to decide the election. Yep, which is the greatest shit ever. So yeah, let's let's pop right back and talk about it. Yep. Hello, lovelies. This is Arden Marine, and you may know me from Chelsea Lately or Shameless or more recently as Regina Sinclair on Insatiable on Netflix. I want to tell you about my podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, where we recap all the seasons of The Bachelor franchise, and we are very excited to talk about the new season of The Bachelor with Matt James. Each episode, we bring in amazing celebrity guests, and we have a bunch of amazing guests planned to cover this season with us, including Lance Bass, Ashley I from The Bachelor franchise, Paget Brewster, Doug Benson, Jerry Trainer, Rob Benedict, Lauren Lapkus, Brian Safi, Ross Matthews, Kate Micucci, Scott Ackerman, Miles Gray, Lacey Mosley, Michelle Collins, and more. If you watch the Bachelor franchise, you're going to love hanging with us while we get into the hot details of the show. You may have other choices in Bachelor podcasts, but none that are this funny, and we are truly fans. Catch our episodes every Wednesday and listen to Will You Accept This Rose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us on this love journey. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... We bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Boom, right back in effect. So, you know, I'm not a political scientist. I'm a hip-hop scientist. (laughs) So I don't know, you know, exactly how this whole thing with, you know, the electoral votes and there's delegates and shit. I don't know how this whole shit plays out as far as our uh, electoral system. But niggas on Twitter tell me. Yeah. That Philadelphia may be the uh like the 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 uh the 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 city of Philadelphia may flip Pennsylvania mm-hmm. for Joe Biden and and deliver him enough electoral college votes to defeat Donald Trump. Yeah. And of course Philly, you know, we, we take everything to be like a riot or a celebration or both <laughs> of course like philly niggas are like dancing in the street yep at the possibility they're down at like wherever they're they're counting the ballots at i saw people dressed up as like mailboxes yep, i saw that too yeah <laughs> like dancing around i gotta say though shout out to the homie uh cosmo baker and shout out to uh ben and femi and all of the guys in uh world town Apparently they were down there DJing. Oh, okay. While niggas, niggas was like turning up <laughs> during the whole thing. I saw people like electric sliding and shit yeah. in the middle of like Twelfth and Arch. Yeah, they were like, playing like, like doing the butt. And, right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it it's was like so popping right now. Yeah, um, it would be super sweet, especially after the bad things happen in Philadelphia. Comment, right? That I didn't even be, put that together. We would be the ones that flip and and oust his ass, like you know what I oh, mean. Man. Like, listen, so we are we are super against evictions during the pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We're against evictions, period. Uh, but during the pandemic, like, especially, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. His ass can get the fuck about the White House. We can evict <laughs> his ass about the White House with no problem. Um, right. That's one eviction I'm completely for during the pandemic. Um, yeah. I get mean, we can bust out of there. He get the fuck out of there early. Like, you yeah. you can roll. You can pack your shit and leave now, dog. Yeah. Um, don't yeah, pass go. wait. Yeah, don't pass go. Don't collect your hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of yeah. here, man. Um, yeah, apparently, like Philly could be the one that like flips it. Uh, I hope that's what happens. Yeah. I hope that's exactly what fucking happens. Yeah, I, it would be love if that's if like Philly was the end of him. You that know, would be like we're, super amazing. We're no uh, fans of Joe Biden either. No. You know Absolutely what I'm saying? Not. But we despise Trump. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, in fact, I was uh, on election night. Um, I was on with Vernon Vern. Shout out to the homie uh, Morg. Um, where, where? And Ambush. Shout out. Uh, and um, I was on uh, their show and I was discussing um, the election then and uh, that night. And, like, you know, I said, like, you know, I fucking held my nose and voted for this dude, even though I fucking don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that again is simply because, you know, listen, man, like I don't like Joe Biden. I do not stand by anything he's done or said, but one dude's like, you know, flirting with fascism and, yeah. you know, so it's like, all right. So I held my nose. I did what I was supposed to do. Um, uh, and I voted for dude. And, you know, like this dude's come like Trump's out here talking about like, yo, stop counting votes, except for in the places I need you to count votes. Right. Which is crazy. Like, (laughs) like he's literally got people outside of like Georgia and in like Atlanta, I guess, where they're counting ballots and like people in in Arizona, like in Atlanta, they're chanting, stop the count. And in Atlanta and in Arizona, they're chanting keep counting votes it's like counting, yo you yeah. can't have it both ways my b my g like not, not even consistent yeah yeah so it, i mean like it's literally like that that should have coming out and being like yo we're these these votes don't count they're illegitimate is fascist like that's what dictators do you know what i mean yep. Yep. um you know i'm not for like a quote-unquote return to normalcy me and you have talked about that shit on this podcast about you know normalcy is what got us Trump in the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, they blame you know uh, Biden's even cl- like slight association with with Bernie as the reason why he. That's why we lost Florida because you know Cubans were voting against socialism. It's like fam, but you know what? <laughs> but f- the fight for fifteen passed in Florida, right? So, so clearly the, these people want a more progressive agenda. Yeah, it's like they they want that. Like you can try and pass off the oh progressivism didn't work, but like the squad won their elections in overwhelming fashion and gained mm-hmm. three more people into the squad. You know what I mean? Mm. So like where were you at like when that was going like you know what I mean? Where was your oh progressivism isn't where it's at? So Yeah. You know, like I said this shit on Twitter is you know they they said part of the reason why they didn't want Bernie on a t- as the as the top at the top of the ticket is because he would kill down ballot voting. Mm-hmm. Well, what did Joe Biden do? Because they lost ten seats in that in the House, and Joe Biden was at the right. top of the ticket. The fucking sent the damn near a Republican, and he was at the top of the ticket. Right. So right. you know you still lost ten fucking seats in the House. It ain't because they were progressives. The progressives won their seats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we know we know what it really is. Like it, establishment Democrats don't want it. Yes, that's yeah. what it's, that's what it really is. You know what I mean? Like I I wouldn't consider my mom, you know, like a leftist or no. anything. Yeah, me neither. But she was, you know, for Bernie. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And was genuinely upset when he dropped out. And I feel like a lot of people who the people that uh, the Democratic Party claims to be for people who are like working class or whatever, you know, you want to like the Democratic Party wants to rhetorically pay lip service to the working class, but doesn't want to pass any working class policy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Universal health care, stronger social uh, safety net, uh, stronger unions, protections for unions. You want to like just say working class, working class, working class, but not actually or middle class, as you know, they like to say, but not pass any policy that'll actually help these people. Yeah. It's a contradiction. And I think that a lot of people are seeing it, especially young people. Uh, the next generation of voters, who knows, you know, what their politics will be once they get older and get a little money, you know, how that shit go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But from what I see from like young people and a lot of older people too, people understand that the position that we're in, people crippled under debt, people uh, from, from um, uh, student loans, people, um, not being able to make it without having two and three jobs and a side hustle. People understand our environment, the state that it's in. People understand that like for drastic problems, we need drastic measures. Yes. We don't need more centrism and more uh, tiptoeing around Republicans and conservatives who are fucking psychos and they don't care if they torpedo the planet with yeah. the rest of us on it like they don't, they don't give a shit you know yeah we need a we need more uh we need policy that's sweeping and deep that'll get to like the root of this shit as as far as policy can yeah um i had a theory um about something you just mentioned too so like you said like you know well people get a little older and get a little money like they may change um, the theory has always been like the older you get, the more conservative you get, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, isn't always true. But yeah, yeah, the crazy thing is the people who did that have killed that for the next generation because there is no upward mobility anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't, you know, people can't buy houses because they got fucking $300,000 in debt from school. And, you know, like there is no upward mobility. So there is no opportunity for you to get money and then go like, yo, I want, you know, I'm voting against tax policy because no, you're like, yo, I'm still trying to get out from under the debt. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, we have plenty of friends. We're the oldest millennials. So we have plenty of friends who went to school who are still fucking struggling with, you know, thousands, hundreds of, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars in school loan debt. Mm -hmm. And like, they're in their late 30s. You know what I mean? Like, like Still trying to pay that shit off. Yeah. And like, so like, you know, there is, they won't have the upward mobility that the generation before them had and definitely the, the, the couple generations before them had. Like, yeah. that idea of like, yo, when I get older, I'll get more conservative, like, doesn't happen because people are fucking poor and they, they, yeah. need, they need these progressive ideas to get out from under, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this shit about to radicalize a whole generation. It, it's happening. You're watching yeah. it happen. Like AOC ran a fucking uh, uh, um, town hall on Switch and had like seven hundred thousand people on that shit. You know what I mean? Like if I knew how to get on Twitch, I would have been on there too. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Dog, you could probably take every rally that Biden's done since like super tuesday and it might not be 700k Uh (laughs) i understand there's a different like uh level of commitment going out outside your house to a rally than it is you know being on twitch like i acknowledge that but man that's like a serious that's a movement right there Uh uh-huh you get seven hundred thousand people in one spot on one accord that's a that's a movement yeah, and I think part of the problem too with like a, the Dems are they they run away from like their most popular people, like you know, in fear, like you said, of like they don't want to lose the centrist power and shit like that. Mm-hmm. There's there's all types of money that goes into that too, um, right? But right. you know, you have AOC is the most popular fucking 
Democrat in this country. Like the only person who's even close to that would be Bernie, if you consider him a Democrat. Like he's mm-hmm. technically an independent. Um, yeah. So you know AOC who ran like her you know uh progress dems is what uh like pushed her um in her election she's mm-hmm. technically a democratic socialist but she's a democrat um right she uh she's the most popular democrat in this country like there's nobody who's more popular than she is um yeah. or has like a close to as a, the highest approval rating as she has um right. and like you know she lives in the heads of like 60 and 70 year old you know conservative white men like Mm -hmm. instead of like leaning into people like that they fucking run away from them like her Rashida Tlaib like I I love the fact that like Rashida Tlaib was at a Trump rally and got thrown out and was like you know called him a pig and was like we're gonna you know fuck him and blah 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 and then she ran and fucking won you know what I mean so speaking um, speaking from her heart yeah yeah exactly you know what i mean like you know you know shout out to han omar like apparently doug like the the biden the 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 um the party told her do not go door to door like we don't think that works wow. she started she went fucking she went to door to door campaigning for biden mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and she, that may be the reason why fucking Minnesota flipped and went for, you know, Minnesota went for uh, Biden because she went so fucking door to door last minute to go yeah. get people to fuck out. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Ayanna Presley as well. Um, you know, you have uh, Bowman who won in New York and um, a couple other people whose names I'm not thinking of right now. Also, I want to um, shout out there's six House members now that are indigenous. There's six indigenous members of the house really? right now. I'm Is that a record? I yeah, I almost guarantee you that's a record. You know <sighs> what I mean? I almost wow. guarantee you that's a record. Um wow. so I know the two sisters who were before they won their reelection. Um mm-hmm. and there's four more who won. So shout out to them. Um it's crazy to me that it's you know as of right now it's technically Friday morning and we still don't have a, a definite under who who the president is. Yeah. Um, we yeah. talked about this though. We talked about the Red Mirage, um, the idea that this was going to be very similar to 2000, the first year we could vote. Um, mm-hmm. That was like a shit show. Like you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So confusing and, and convoluted that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and I mean we already know Trump is going to fucking fight and take it to court and he's going to do everything in his power um to try and like devalue any kind of votes and like anything late uh coming in um at the end of the day uh we're gonna you know listen man like the hope is that like people will just be like yo these the votes this is how it works that's what people don't realize is so with the electoral college, right? Mm-hmm. They have people who are a part of the electoral college who go and then cast the vote for their state. Right. So right. there isn't like, it isn't like just like, Oh, well this is who won the state for the votes. They had, they then elect people to go. Hillary Clinton is one of them in New York, apparently. Um, yeah. yeah. So like they don't meet until December. Part of the reason excuse me, they don't meet until December is because when this stuff was originally happening, it took fucking forever to count votes. Right. You know what right. I mean? So, like, that's why it doesn't happen in November. That's why the president used to not take office until fucking March. Mm-hmm. So... Sort that whole thing out. Yeah, like, you had to count fucking votes. Um, yeah. And, like, a lot of people don't understand, like, election night is really just a TV thing. This is a thing that became big on TV and radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a entertainment thing. It's not necessarily true. Like, that's why you will have, you've had people win, like, Senate seats three weeks after the election because once all the votes are counted, it flips. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like the, the popular vote is, like, a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, you you should you should vote for this guy. Yeah, but it's not a mandate. No, no. So, like, there's there's a. I mean, even in the electoral college, like states don't actually like the the people they pick don't actually even have to vote the way the fucking state went. 
They mm-hmm. can technically not do that. Yeah. Um, so, which is insane. I mean, <laughs> dude, every other fucking country just does a popular vote. Like we're the we're like one of the few that actually do it any other weird ass way. You know what I mean? And we could go into the deep racial, uh, you know, and, and bigoted and racist reasons why we have electoral college. It all, t- a lot of it ties back to the three fifth compromise and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah. So, like, there is like deep rooted racism that's attached to that. Um, and the idea that, like, oh, we've always been like one person, one vote, and everyone's vote matters. We could go into yeah. the fact that none of that was true for a very, very, very long time. Like, you know right. what I mean? Indigenous people were the last people to actually get the fucking right to vote in this country. It's insane. Um, so crazy. They still actively fought people to fucking not have them vote this year because, like, uh, and I forget what what uh, states, but they, like, um, they disenfranchised a bunch of indigenous voters because they said, like, oh, you have to have a valid mailing address to do it. A lot of uh, indigenous people use P.O. boxes because on the res they don't have um, like legit addresses and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a P.O. box, you couldn't get a mail-in ballot. And wow. like, so there was a lot of like disenfranchisement. Republicans do that. Like that's their thing. They don't want people yeah. to vote. Um, we will probably never get rid of the uh, electoral college because Republicans realize if they lose their electoral college, there's zero way. They would ever win mm-hmm. uh, another presidency. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. by, at the end of this, Biden's going to come away with like six to seven million more votes than mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Whether whatever happens in the electoral college, yeah, he yeah. will win the popular vote, much like Hillary won by th- almost three million or, or over three million. Um, yeah. He will come away with double that, if not more. Right. And, and so Biden broke. Uh, the Obama record from yes, 08. From, yes, for most votes. Yes. That's insane because that motherfucker, Biden, is like, <laughs> he, he like a fucking lump of dust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hear this nigga talk like he don't even got no conviction or Come no on, like. Come on, man. Yeah, yo. Like he's, man, man. Right, it's time to cut the malarkey, John. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, no, here's the thing. Like, you talked about this two episodes ago, I think it was. Uh, I mean, the whole universe is essentially coming out to be like, yo, get fucking Trump out of office. Like, you know, like, right. that's part of this. Like, people were just like, yo, we have to get rid of Trump. Like, yeah. even know. people who voted for him before yeah, yeah, yeah. are flipping yeah. and they're like, nah, this dude, he ain't it. Yeah. So, like, there's. There was definitely, like, there was going to be a huge surge. Um, and apparently, like, you know, Philly, again, like, you, like, we started this conversation. Philly could be the thing that flips this. And I would fucking love it, man. Yeah. I would love it. Like, if if it gets called and it's because of Philly, like, they need to play Dreams and Nightmares. <laughs> as Blast the it at the, at yeah. the White House. Yeah. <laughs> as he's leaving. Yeah, that would be that would be oh so oh so fucking sweet. Yeah, used to you know the fucking uh, it would be so fucking sweet. Used to be it would be so fucking sweet if we could fucking if Philly would be the one that flipped that shit. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I wake up in the morning and that's what happens. Yeah, I want you like I mean? King Gritty. Will Gritty be at the inauguration? <laughs> he gotta be if Biden don't invite Gritty. Meek, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Maybe get uh, bring uh, Mayor Nutter back to do like rappers delight. <laughs> you gotta have a whole, you gotta have a Philly delegation to your uh, or Philly section to your your uh, cabinet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, gritty yo, can gritty be uh, attorney general? I thought you were gonna say the White House dog, but <laughs> no, no. no disrespect. Attorney yeah. General, dog, like he smacked kids not? up and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yo. Need that energy. Need that energy in the White House. Fuck them kids. Man. Yo, this shit. Like, part of the reason why um, I came around to like very low key rooting for uh, Biden to win this thing. One, I feel like uh, Trump is like objectively bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But also, 
the psychological toll this shit has taken on people around me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Trump, you know, I, I see all of these motherfuckers as, as bastards. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the, the unique kind of, like, psychological trauma that he has inflicted on people around me makes me like, okay, this... For 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 anything else, we got to get this nigga out of here because I'm sick of hearing about his ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I hope he fucking leaves and and uh, go to the fucking Cayman somewhere. Like just just fucking leave. Like exile yourself. Like Lenin. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Lenin. I think Lenin was forcibly not Lenin. Uh, Trotsky <laughs> was forcibly exiled. Put yeah. this nigga on a boat somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We never hear from him again. So that was one of the things where I was like. Okay, you know what I mean? Like you said, I'm going to hold my nose and I'm going to do it. Because, like, one, because Trump refuses to get in line with, like, the climate change thing. Uh So I'm like, okay, this is, like, another, like, global existential threat. Yeah, exactly. At least Biden's willing, seemingly, like, he's willing to uh, concede a little bit on that. Trump's just like, no, fuck it, like... That that shit can't stand. Nah, now nah, there's, you know, listen, man. Like, yes, the uh, um, the the Obama Biden administration did start the separation at the border, but what it was was they were separating people who were, you know, if you came in and there was like drug, they found drugs on the people or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Those were the that's what originally, like, it became policy for under the Trump administration. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like we've discussed before, there's almost 600 kids right now that are, that can't, they can't fucking locate their parents. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the existential crisis of climate change, uh, you know, um, the, the rollback of uh, LGBTQ rights, uh, right. you know, uh, Voting Rights Act was like torn apart under his administration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like all these things. Like I don't, the, like you said, I held my nose. I did what I did. The f- my fear of what another four years of him could do. Another four years where he like. So I said this to shout out to Steve. I said this to uh, the homie Steve. Um, he mentioned like, yeah, you know, in a, in a lame duck. Is a lame duck. Is a president who's going out like who has no allegiances to anybody. Like he's going to do crazy shit. Like imagine what he's going to do. He already like acts like he doesn't owe anybody anything. Imagine what he's already psycho. Yeah, Yeah, when he absolutely knows nothing can happen to him. Right. Um, You know. And listen, man. By the end of this year, we'll probably have close to four hundred thousand people dead from coronavirus. Jesus. Yeah. And like now, the vote. Voting came out now. Is it going to change that? But it could be like imagine what it would be like. They like they just ignore it like it doesn't happen. We've just had like mm-hmm. three of our three of the worst days in the country for numbers of people who got the disease or the virus. Yeah. So, like, who what who knows what fucking next year would be? Yeah, and you know it's crazy because I didn't know that. Um, that there was like uh they had like a specific you know like contingency plan for something like this and that uh the Trump administration just threw it out you know what i mean yeah. like for the uh virus yeah. shout out to the homie uh Jeffrey Jeffrey McNeil uh the phantom he he said that uh I can't remember exactly how he phrased it but he was like uh yeah like they had a specific plan for this shit that Biden would have been on board for and Trump and them were just like, no, fuck it. You know what I mean? And people needlessly died because of that. Well, they disbanded the pandemic like planning committee or whatever, whatever the hell it's called. But like the people who like, this is what they do. They, you know, they're in position for a case a pandemic broke out and it's fucking broke. They disbanded it. And like six months later, a pandemic broke out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's what um, really made me be like, oh shit, I might have to vote yeah. against this nigga. Yeah, it, you know it, what it's, I mean. It's it's these these giant risk factors. Like we're talking about in a situation where, like, you know, the crazy here's the crazy part: fucking no pandemic, 
Biden's gonna get Biden would have got steamrolled. You know how many people are dissatisfied? They've been in the crib since the spring. No stimulus. Well, you know that little bullshit twelve hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It would have been a lot of without all of this. I feel like a lot of people went to the polls hot and angry because of how this administration mishandled this pandemic. And yeah, I, I think uh, Biden might have got washed if it weren't for this shit. I and, guarantee and them, you, them he gets mishandle, washed. mishandling this shit like they did. Yeah, I guarantee you, he gets washed. He gets washed. Crazy. Shit. Um, Crazy. I mean, washed in the Electoral College. He probably still yeah, yeah. wins a fucking popular vote. Um, but that's partially because, like, population centers like New York, Philadelphia, fucking California, like, population centers would have voted for him in overwhelming numbers. And so he probably he wins because of those things, but he loses because of. Uh, um, because we have fucking racist backward ass system to elect presidents, but um, yeah. uh, we should probably hop out and uh, to our last break and then come back with some new music. Um, yeah, yeah, only one album. Yeah, only one this album week. this week. We gave y'all so, overdose yeah. last week of three, so you know you get one right, this right. week. Word. I'm Robert Evans, host of Behind the Bastards, and it could happen here. And boy, it does seem to be happening here. I'm going to guess most of the people listening to this are deeply concerned with what they saw happen in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And I'm here to tell you it was a fascist insurrection, an attempt by fascists to take over our democracy. And it didn't happen in a historical vacuum. There have been numerous attempts, many of them successful, by fascist movements to take over democracies over the last century. In order to protect yourself, in order to protect your family and your very freedom, you need to understand this history and the history of the different anti-fascist movements that have fought, sometimes successfully, often unsuccessfully, to stop the same things from happening in their own countries. The knowledge of this history is important, and it's maybe the only thing that can save us. So... If you're as concerned as I am, listen to Behind the Insurrections on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. What do explorers, an army officer, and a Minnesota insurance salesman have in common? They all wanted to be the first to reach the North Pole, but only one of them made it. I'm Kat Long, science editor at Mental Floss and host of the new podcast, The Quest for the North Pole, which dives into the centuries-long race to explore the Arctic Find the Northwest Passage and conquer the top of the world. With a cast of daring adventurers and some pretty determined amateurs, the race to the pole reveals the human desire to solve mysteries of geography and the soul. We'll look at the important Arctic expeditions that filled the blank spaces on the map and recognize how indigenous people made them successful. We'll examine what pushed explorers to venture ever farther into the unknown and uncharted and how the climate crisis is changing the Arctic today. Listen to The Quest for the North Pole every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boom. Right back in effect. Um, so, yeah, this, this um, we like I, I mentioned before, uh, the break. We only checked out one album this week. It's a little, little janky week for us. We're, we're uh, recording this early. Yeah, so we but, didn't um, get new music. Yeah, yeah, but Common has a new album out. Yes. Um, I didn't get through the whole thing, but I listened to like the top half of it. I wasn't mad at it. Yo, I'll say this. I think it's his best album since uh, B. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard some cats, and I understand, you know, he's like a corny figure, and like some of his music is like adult contemporary rap. Yes. But like some of this shit is, is really beautiful, and he not he not saying no bullshit, you know what I mean? Like he's outright calling out white supremacy. Yes. Yeah, and definitely. talking about, you know, like the state of the world. He's really, I feel like Common... Um, he never he never shies away from like whatever's going on in the world like he like addresses the shit 
and he's doing it on this record and kind of like a fearless way you know what i mean a lot of the music is is really beautiful i know some people want you know like hard griselda shit all the time (laughs) you know like a lot of people i feel like a lot of people i interact with on twitter on some hip-hop shit they want like that energy specifically all the time and when it's yeah when it's not that and it's just more like you know frankly like softer more like soul oriented sound people are like oh this is bullshit i'm not fucking with it you know what i mean but like yeah a lot of shit i'll say this if these uh clubs were still open you mentioned uh sophistifunk the party we used to do in west philly if sophistifunk was still jumping i absolutely would be playing the joint that he has with uh black thought yes that kind of like Afrobeat, Fela Kuti sound and joint. That shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is a, a a really stellar effort from him. I have, you know, I haven't been the biggest fan of Common in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, this is really good. This is a really good album. Um, uh, again, another artist who like stuck with one producer for this album, Kareem Riggins, does the whole album. Kareem Riggins is the shit. Yeah. Regardless, of, you know, however you feel about Common. Yeah, um, and I think it really shows that first song. Uh, I'm gonna look up this name of it. Uh, uh, Fallen. Um, it that first verse is a little like, you know, spoken word poetry slam, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was like, if this is gonna be the whole album. I don't know if we're talking about an album this week because I'm not listening to a whole album of this. Um, But, like, then he kind of, like, switches it up in, like, the middle of the second verse, and it's just regular, like, rhyming common. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the album is just, like, regular rhyming, not, like... So, we hit it (laughs) like this, and... Yeah, yeah. What is high? Yeah. What is higher? Learning. (laughs) Yeah. He got away from that. flow. Yeah, he got away from the spoken word flow, and um, I was like, "Okay, I'm in it now." Um, yeah. And like, like you said, it's really a beautiful album. It's really beautiful sounding, yeah. um, and like kind of uplifting. Like uh, uh, he's talking about on the, I think it's it, it may be falling. Yeah, I think it's falling. Where he's talking about like you know they love us, they love them when he's playing ball, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, like that, like. Like just really like coming at it hard, addressing shit, and like, um, it's just really dope. Making something really a dope project, and like I was like, wow, I'm. I hate to say like, oh, I'm surprised, but like I'm fucking surprised because like I didn't yeah. expect much from a common record right now because the last couple things he's done, I just really haven't liked. Yeah, I think that um, you know, the narrative has kind of been like. You know, frankly, that he he kind of like fell off, or he does yeah. like sleepy music or whatever. Um, but yeah, it seems like we're in a season. You know, Buster just dropped an album that you know, if you love Bus, that's you know, that's an album for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Method Man has been jumping on like every verse yeah. and killing it, which I wouldn't have. You know, they say like, oh, I didn't have that on my bingo card. If you'd have told me, yo, 2020, Meth go have like a handful of like stellar guest verses from like a wide range of artists that he's working with. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed that shit. It feels like we're in a season where older MCs are like, yo, I can still get busy and I still have uh a lot of like rich creativity to give to the world. It seems like really nobody is coasting anymore. You know? No, I, I think, I think, um, I wonder if it's a little bit of the 444 effect of how about that? Like older MC seeing like, Oh, there's a real lane in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I mean, even you have the, you know, not necessarily in sound wise, um, but, you know, Griselda's all older, older guys are not like 20 year olds. You know what I mean? Right. These are like late 30s to mid to late 30s guys. So you're not talking about um, a bunch of like 
you know, fucking, you know, 21, 22 year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're seeing like an expansion of that. We, you know, me and you have talked about this before. Like, you know, this is a generation that has grown up, our generation, who's grown up completely with hip hop. Like, there, mm-hmm. this was a music established when we were babies and yeah. it's been throughout our lives. So, like, you know, we don't look at it as being like, oh, well, you're like, you're old now. You're mm-hmm. still doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, we want to hear music from people who, you know, we're fucking almost 40. So we want to hear music from people who make me, you know, who are almost 40. Like, you know, yeah. little, you know, little, even little Nas X doesn't make music specifically designed for me and you. Right. You know it's catchy I mean? and I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah, you I don't. I, mean? it's not, I don't hate dude or anything like that. But like, little Uzi doesn't make music for us, right? You know what right. I mean. He's making music designed at a specific market because yeah. that's his age. Like, you know what I mean. That's you know, that's people who can relate to what he's going through. Um, you know, but I want to hear music from people that are grown with a perspective sometimes. And yeah. you know, I I think this common record really has a good perspective. Um. It feels good to listen to. It's, it's, it's called a beautiful revolution, mm-hmm. and there's a part on the album where they talk about like what is a beautiful revolution. I think it's the outro. And they're like, what is mm-hmm. a beautiful revolution? And you hear like different people talking about what that idea. And what I will say is, it's a hopeful. It feels like a hopeful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like in the, in the end, that's what you a revolution should be. A revolution should be full of hope, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Not a a sad thing. Um, yeah. It's something where like, yo, I see a better future for us, and yeah. that's you get kind, to build a new world. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the vibe you get in this. And like, I I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and you know, listen, man, like like you said, I mean, I know some people who want to listen to fucking. Griselda, Rock Marcy, 24-7. I like a variation in what I listen to, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'll listen, I'll listen to Griselda. I'll listen to Drake. I'll listen to fucking, you know, uh, whatever. I listen to a bunch of different music. Like, I listen to yeah. a bunch of hip-hop. Like, I, you know, I listen to a bunch of music, period. Um, right. You know, I, like I've talked about before, fucking uh, Michael Kiwanuka is my favorite album from last year. And that's mm. like, bluesy rock so you know what i mean yeah. like i listen to all different types of music it's not the music but it i want to listen to like different perspectives and different feels like you know some days i want to walk around with the grizzly on some days i want to feel hopeful about the future you know what i mean and this is a record for that i really enjoyed this record yeah couldn't say it couldn't say it any better um shout out the comment yeah shout out to this is a good record uh other than that we can wrap um uh, so because I'm having a surgery, it's going to be difficult to talk for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, so we'll probably be off for at least, a, well, this album, this, this one will, this, uh, fucking show will come out. I'm about to say this album. Um, this show <laughs> this will come like out. like an album. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, uh, this will come out next week. Um, and, but we will be without a, um, another episode for at least a week after that mm-hmm. um possibly two we'll keep everybody updated on our socials um our social media is um a serious rap shit on instagram and twitter um mm-hmm. i'm indie underscore srs on instagram and twitter um you're john underscore liberator on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. um we have a youtube channel uh serious rap shit podcast um, that you can check shit out on we do clips from the show on there um there's all different all different types of shit the elite nba just announced they're coming back on december 22nd so be on the lookout for me to make another hype video that Mm -hmm. you know probably curses the team um (laughs) yeah also yo you did you see the video we're getting black jerseys really yeah there's a it's i saw them post something about like um like visions of uh, school kill, like you know, you uh, a boathouse row. Like they were like, oh, visions mm-hmm. of boathouse row, and they kept showing a like a house in the darkness, and then light up, and a house in the like. If people who don't know in, in the city of Philadelphia, there's a section called boathouse row, um, and there all the houses along there are all lit up, 
So as you drive on the um, expressway along there, you could see all these houses along there all lit up. Right. Um, and uh, they did a thing about that, and it was just showing like this house lighting up. And then it was to, tonight or earlier tonight, they they launched a video showing um, of a guy driving, and he's like listening to a Sixers game, and like you catch a flash of a black shirt with a white mm. uh, Liberty Bell on it. And they're like, something's coming or some shit like that. Some shit like that. And like people's like, yo, they're dropping black jerseys. And they're like, nice. yo, if Philly flips the uh, election and we get black Sixers jerseys, like Philly officially <laughs> won the year. Um, the chip. So, uh, yeah, they, so they, they're announcing that, that it just went official that they're going to go, they're going to start the season on the 22nd. So be prepared for another Sixers hype video to drop on um, the YouTube channel. Uh, but like I said, you get different clips of the, uh, the podcast every week and like we put our playlist on there i drop a playlist every week for um that goes that accompanies the episode um that, that uses like artists that we talk about on the podcast that week or just like music that fits the vibe of what we're talking about this week yeah um uh you can also go to seriousrapshit.com um that has our merchandise on there mm-hmm. um has a quick bio of us it also has a uh, an exclusive video Excuse me. That's only available on the. Uh, that's only available on the website. Um, that's really dope. Kind of gives an origin story. It's real cool. Um, yeah. And like I said, we have our merchandise there. Go buy a hoodie or a t-shirt. Rep your set. Um, uh, and also, we have the Abash Ice t-shirts with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Instagram. <laughs> with incense <laughs> trap and yo gets late on a. Uh, uh, <laughs> with. Um, uh, Incense Trap and Yoga, they boss ice t-shirts. Part of the proceeds go to helping families separated at the border with legal aid. Um, and if you're listening to us on the uh, on, on the um, Apple Podcast app, you can rate and review us right now. We really need those. They really help us out. Um, it would be great if you could do that for you. We really appreciate us. Really appreciate you. Excuse me. Um, and, uh, yo, we want to say, I want to say congratulations to you on four years, brother. Um, right back at you and uh thank you guys out there for listening uh we couldn't i mean we could do this without y'all um but you know <laughs> but it would suck yeah it would be in the ether <laughs> like no we'll be listening to it so we really appreciate y'all for checking uh, for riding with us for four years it's an awesome feeling um uh and you know we'll be back in a couple of weeks man and uh you know hopefully i'll still be here and we'll be doing another podcast in a couple of weeks yep you'll be fine <laughs> All right, y'all. Speaking it into existence. Yes, yes, I will be fine. <laughs> um, y'all, I appreciate y'all. Y'all be good, man. Peace. Peace. Serious Rapture is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Robert Evans, host of Behind the Bastards, and if you're like me, you're probably worried right now, in part because of the fascist insurrection on January 6th in Washington, D.C. But what if I were to tell you that what happened in D.C. was just the latest in more than a century of fascist attempts to take over democratic governments, many of them successful? Learn about the history of these insurrections and the history of anti-fascist actions attempting to stop them when you listen to Behind the Insurrections on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.